This podcast is brought to you by HodgePodge Productions. Enjoy and frown less. Ladies and gentlemen, it's HodgePodge time. You guys know I love podcasts. That's why I'm doing a podcast. You also know my hero is Bobby Bones from the Bobby Bones Show. He has a new podcast. It's called The Bobby Cast. B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-S-T, all one word. It's a show that he does from his house. An in-depth interview with songwriters, producers, musicians, artists, all in Nashville. That reveal the stories behind the biggest songs, candid anecdotes, and personal real-life stories. So, you guys know... This is how I do my podcast. That's because Bobby Bones does his podcast the same way. From the house, from my mouth, from his house, from his mouth. So, go get Bobby Cast, B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-S-T, on Apple Podcasts. This is Richard Schroeder. Hey, this is Cole Jones. Everyone, it is Murph from Joker. And you're listening to the HodgePodge Podcast. Hey, it's Derek Norsworthy, and you're listening to the HodgePodge Podcast. Okay, uh, what uh, uh, company are you with? Um, right now, I mean, I don't have a big affiliation. I've worked a lot with DWA. Okay. Um, I guess if I had to have a company affiliation, it's with our school, the Good Brothers Dojo, down in Georgia. All right. Uh, is that your school? Did you open up that school, or are you just wrestling for them? No, it's... Uh, Something that Lou Gallows and I have been doing for the past, we got it going a couple of months ago, and um, <clears throat> it, your training wasn't something I'd really ever put a lot of thought to, but seeing out them boys for a while, and so whenever um, we started picking around the idea of it, we got it rolling, I'm actually, uh, actually really enjoying it, we've got some good, good brothers down there. Lou Gallows, the one from the Bullet Club and the WWE? How, how did how did you get uh, caught up with him? Uh, we actually we uh, met at an independent show probably um, <clears throat> five or six years ago, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think it was right after he had left. It might have been longer than that. Right after he left WWE the first time. Okay. And then uh, uh, turns out we lived like ten minutes apart from one another, uh-huh. and. Uh, Similar guys, similar beliefs, and uh, really hit it off. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, how I usually do this is I'll make a big circle. You'll see how I do it. Uh, so, uh, let's start here. What is your, what has been your previous or your next upcoming match that you're looking forward to? Uh, let's see. My last match was Sunday. Um, in Athens, Georgia, against QT Marshall for an up, uh, upstarting promotion, Power Championship Wrestling. Uh, my next match is this Saturday in Georgia for um, against Sal Renaro. Okay. So, how did you get with um, the company that you're with now? Which, you mean the promotion? Or? Right, 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 right. Uh, it's a promotion that it's one that is close to where I live and everything. I went there for let them a little bit whenever I was first starting out, and then um, now it's somewhere that you know whenever I want a weekend close to home, and they've got good talent and everything that I 
so how did you um now we're going to go back to your childhoods talk about your childhood just a little bit with um your found loving of wrestling So, was your plan to be a wrestler, or did you have other plans? Um, no, I played a lot of different sports. I wrestled a little bit in school and um, a little bit post-high school. Mm-hmm. Um, amateur wrestling and shoot wrestling. And then um, I, got, I boxed for a while, did some MMA, and then um, ran into a buddy of mine that I played ball with. And... Um, Honestly, didn't know anything about independent wrestling. I thought that there was there was stuff in Japan and Mexico, WWE and WCW, mm-hmm. and um, I was coaching a football team, and we took the kids to a I was coaching to an independent wrestling show, and um, turned out that a guy I played football with was um, the promoter, and got hooked up with him, and got in the ring some, and then went through found found a place to get some proper training and um, went from there. Now, I, I know, uh, so is your plan to, because I know a lot of people are different, but is your plan to stay an independent wrestler or would you like to go to bigger things like uh, New Japan or Impact or WWE, anything like that? Or would you just much rather stay where you're at? No, 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 no definitely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not happy with where I'm at. I mean, I get to have a lot of really good experiences and, um, because of uh, some exposure I've gotten over the past year, I mean, it's just starting to pay better and everything. But yeah, of course, I would. New Japan ultimately would be where I would like to go. It's always been the style that I've been a biggest fan of growing up and everything, and even now. Um, but Impact is definitely a place that um, I feel like I could thrive at. There's guys there that. I have worked with and that I'd like to work with. And so, um, back here in the States, I think I could see that being the, um, probably the best fit for me. Right. And you said you, <clears throat> you just mentioned that you worked with people that are in impact wrestling. Now, is there a couple of names you'd like to throw out there that you have uh, worked with? Yeah. It's guys that are there currently, um, EC3. Okay. With, um, um, Matt Hardy, whenever he was there, so how did you let, let's start with um matt hardy um because I, I, I assume you had matches with these three people how did you yeah. um come upon ec3 um was it in the same uh promotion that you're in now or or, or what for um, a company called Peach State Wrestling Alliance here in Georgia. 
And um, that one, we didn't get have a, there wasn't a match. The match um, had to be moved to another promotion because um, he had torn his bicep and had surgery uh, like a week before our scheduled date. And then I wrestled him for what was um, formerly Lynn Gallo's promotion, Russell America in Georgia at one of their, um, it was either the inaugural show or the second show that um, I wrestled EC3 there. And uh, did he teach you anything that you didn't know? Um, not necessarily. I mean, it was eye-opening for me because it was um, always good whenever you see someone that you've, uh, whenever you're in a ring with someone who's been on a bigger stage and everything than yourself, so it's a big confidence boost for whenever you get in there and um, it, you hold your own and it doesn't, it doesn't look like a, as you say, I always look at like the guy, they're being a superstar with a guy that shouldn't be in there. Yeah. You know, I don't, um, wasn't out of my league. Okay, I got you, I got you. Now, what about, what about the Gunner match? How was that one? That was pretty good. Gunner's a super cool guy. I'm really happy to see uh, that he gets some good opportunities. I hope that, really hope they use him in a big way. I mean, he's a, just a few times I've been around him, he's an awesome guy. Now. Really okay. happy for him. And, um, as far as the match, it's just hard hitting an athletic. He's not a dude where um, some of the guys you see that have more of a name value and they'll be on an independent show. Maybe they'll, they'll bring their A game for the crowd that night. You know, they get, they'll get by on just I'm the, you know, being the name. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like we got out there and worked really hard and um, gave, gave the people what they came to see. Right. Now, who is Gunner now in WWE for the listeners that don't really watch it but they listen to the podcast? I want to say that they've got him going by his name, Chad Lale. Okay. That's that's what I thought, too. Um, but, again, I wasn't sure. I just wanted to re-correct myself. So, now, one of the bigger names on here that you said that you wrestled is Matt Hardy. Was this before his WWE years back in the 90s, or is this afterwards? No, it was actually right before um, he went back to WWE. It was... Um, so, not long ago. How was he as a um, wrestler? Is he as energetic as he seems on uh, the WWE TV or anything like that? Or is he more laid back kind of a person? Uh, in ring or, uh, or well, what? Let's do both. Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, um, he was a good dude. I mean, good, you know, like, I like the reason why we named the, the school what we named. He is a good brother, you know, uh, real cool guy, good to work with in the ring. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and didn't have a single complaint. He's, he was a real, real pro man. I mean, what you would expect from him. Right now, <clears throat> independent wrestling is totally different from the 
entertainment world such as WWE and, 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 and Impact Wrestling or TNA, whatever you want to call it. When you guys are wrestling, let's say it's Tyson versus, um, I'm just going to use a name, for example, uh, Barbie. Uh, are you guys calling the match or have you guys practiced this match down to the last second of it before you wrestle? these two questions because um, I'm going to ask you something at the very end of this that I, that I ask with independent wrestlers. Um, let's do from the year 2000 to 2017 in the WWE or Impact Wrestling world. Who is your favorite? Or you just, or let's just do the last three years then. Last three years, probably the AJ Styles. Okay. What about your least favorite last three years? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's some guys that you'll you'll see and not really understand the character, but then I think there's times too where people are giving characters that they may not necessarily be feeling, and so. It's not a reflection so much on the guy as it is he's trying to make the best of what he was given. You know? Okay, well, let's just do it this way. Um, so you have Styles as your favorite. What's Who's the one person um, in wrestling history that's still alive, that can still wrestle, that you would love to wrestle at some point? That can still wrestle? Right. Um, it is, uh, so I got three. Okay. Uh, Rude and then Anderson. All right. Uh, so I'm just going to stick with Rude and then Anderson. So is there been anyone um, in the professional wrestling business that you have met and have gotten advice from or anything like that? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, Rob Conway is a guy that jumps to mind. Well, and Luke Gallows. Those are two guys that... Um, have really taken me under their wing and helped me out a lot. Um, Rob, Rob and I first met probably um, four years ago or so mm-hmm. out in, um, in Las Vegas, and then they talked about how we, you know, like to work together and um, be in a ring with one another. And I got an opportunity to wrestle Rob for the NWA World Title, and. Uh, we just hit it off. These guys, you know, we have similar personalities and everything. And um, we still stay in touch today, you know, pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. And um, he's helping out a lot. And then um, Gallows, has, you know, obviously, especially we've gotten a lot closer in um, staying tighter communications now that we're, we're um, working together on school partners there. Um, you know, he's constantly telling me things, you know, 
do a little more of this or less of this. You know, we're always trying to tune things up to, um, I always say, smooth out the edges on me. Mm-hmm. Now, when you guys have an entrance theme or a theme song, um, do, uh, did you pick your entrance theme and what is it? Yeah, it's, um, it's like a criminal by, uh, uh, district 78. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, um, uh, yeah, I picked it. It was just something that, um, looks at change what I had and everything. And, uh, I like how it kind of came in and hit hard and it just, it fit how I was feeling. And so that's how I ran with that. Right. So are you a heel or a baby face? I really just depends on the town. Okay. Um, Athens, Georgia. <laughs> you are. <laughs> uh, so, I'm going to go back to one of these, and then we'll hit the other one at the end of this. Let's say you are wrestling Carl Anderson. Um, let's say he is WWE champion. This is WrestleMania... 36, you have to cut a promo. Um, how would you cut a promo against Anderson as being the baby face since he is the heel now? With me as the heel now? Uh, no, as, as uh, Anderson as the heel and you as the baby face. Oh, gosh. Um, this WrestleMania what? This is 36. Okay. WWE Championship. I'm not gonna let you do the other one. Uh, a lot of pressure there, but is is your uh, legit like uh, legal state name Tyson Dean, or is that just a wrestling name? That's my name. Okay, so are you like the Destroyer or anything like that? Any kind of nickname you have behind your name? No, I had like uh, I don't, it's funny. I've never given myself uh, um, a tagline or whatever, but. I've been called uh, the Dream Tyson Dean, the, the Reflection of Protection. Uh, seems like there was a couple of other ones, but it's funny. Like I never, uh, I've never thrown any of them on there. Ring announcers were like, "What if I call you this?" But this, that sound like you know, calling me this asshole or something right. like that. I'm like, it'll work. Whatever. Yeah. So, you, right? You say you're friends with. Um, Carl Anderson. Uh, so let's. Let, oh, no, I've never. I don't know. Let let let's say uh, you get 
close to a WWE um, interview or however you get into the wrestling business, would you call Anderson and get a handout or would you prefer not to get a handout to show yourself more worthy? Because I know, I know a lot of people are different. I don't know necessarily that you called um, that you call anything a handout. I mean, I think anything. Well, I mean, to anybody listening, especially if it's guys wrestling or whatever else, the biggest part of opportunities, well, hell in life, is um, it's not always necessarily about who you know, but it's who you know that's willing to say they know you and it's willing to vouch for you. Right. And, me, I don't call that a handout. That's somebody that, you know, if you're a good dude, you got a good attitude, and, you know, people are willing to to take a risk on you and bet on you, then um, it's just part of being a good dude and doing good business. Right. All right, last couple questions here. Um, we're rolling on close to 30 minutes, um, and I'm trying to hurry you um, because I know you got stuff to do. Uh what would be your dream match um, that you could retire on? Mm. Um, any era? Any guy in here? Sure, sure. Go ahead. Uh, it'd be it'd be Ric Flair the best, you know, 1986 Ric Flair right. in Omni in Atlanta for the NWA World Cup. Hey, that's, that's a pretty solid choice there. Um, and last question here. Um, by the way, if you guys are listening in for Tyson, I didn't tell him this in the beginning. None of these questions are pre-written. Um, I'm just thinking about them as he's talking. And so we, I never know where a conversation will lead. So um, something cool behind the scenes that you guys didn't know. Uh, we're, last question here, and I will let you go. Um, where do you see yourself... In ten years, um, but with, see myself in with the years with the pace and the rate that you're going. Um, I won't be wrestling. I I plan, you know, in ten years to I'd like to have some involvement in it with uh, training people down mm-hmm. at our dojo. I'm hoping that we've grown that into something that we turned out some some uh, successful athletes from our school, um, possibly promoting. I took my first shot at that um, recently and did well with it. And, uh, it's not something I would be ready to do all the time, but I did enjoy it. It's fulfilling. So, um, yeah, so definitely training because I, I, I enjoy passing along what others have given to me. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know about promoting, maybe, maybe not. All right, man. I appreciate it. That was episode 29. Tyson Dean, go check him out. Um, I watched one uh, of his matches. I don't know who it was against, but it was on YouTube. It was, uh, I guess someone had filmed it, put it on there. But uh, you guys go check him out.